0: Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here you hear news, reviews, discussions, and of course stories. I'm David Reinstrom, filling in for your usual host Fred Greenhouse, and that exceptionally smooth music you hear behind me comes to us courtesy of Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. This week, it's a retrospective on the work of satirist, ad man, musician, and radio dramatist Stan Freeberg, who died in April of this year, at the age of 88. If there were no Stan Freeberg, by his own admission, there'd be no Weird Al Yankovic. In fact, here is Freeberg, on The Weird Al Show, playing network executive J.B. Toppersmith.
1: Well, that wasn't very inspirational.
2: Phone.
0: Yes, young lady.
1: That's a very good question. Where is Yankovic? Uh
3: Uh-oh. I mean, uh, hello, JB. What a nice surprise. Speaking
1: of surprises, you can imagine mine. When I turned on the Weird Al show, and lo and behold, there's no Weird Al. Uh,
3: Yes, well, I can explain. People like
1: to get what they expect, and when I don't get what I expect, I become unhappy, and when I'm unhappy, I'm not happy! But if you just... I'm not an unreasonable man. You tell Yankovic he can keep his TV show as long as he's back on the air in, no, say, five minutes. Otherwise, he's out-ski. You got that? Yes, sir. I'm going to kill him to cut his hair once in a while. Just a thought.
0: Ciao. Freeberg got started in voiceover in 1944, when he was 18 years old. And in 1949, began his TV career by performing as Cecil the seasick serpent alongside Dawes Butler on Time for Beanie, a puppet show created by Bob Clampett.
1: The sign, a sign on the tree. Let's see. Picture of old Uncle Sam. And there's some writing on it too, let's see. It says, Uncle Sam wants you. If you are big and strong and healthy, I need you. You don't have to be too smart, just real strong. Apply at medical office, FIB, building, signed, Sam. Gee, Uncle Sam needs me. <laughs> and it fits the bill, too. I ain't too smart, but I am big and strong. Yeah, I got muscles clear up to my head, look. You there? Yes, sir. Okay, Uncle Phil. If you need me, hang on. Old Cecil is coming. Yeah.
0: You might know Dawes Butler better as the voice of Yogi Bear or Snagglepuss, and Bob Clampett as a legendary Warner Brothers animator. After Time for Beanie ended in 1955, Freeberg went on to the next phase of his professional career, conquering the medium of sound. My friends have asked me on occasion, David, you've got a film degree. Why did you get into sound and not pictures? And I find that Stan Freeberg had the best answer for that in this little clip.
3: Radio? Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing
1: to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream for the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. you the Air Force. You know cherry. Okay, twenty-five thousand cheering extras. Now, you want to try that on television? Well, you see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Doesn't television stretch
0: the imagination? Up to twenty-seven inches, yes. Nine years ago, I got started in radio theater because I wanted to tell stories that were bigger than a college student's film budget. I wanted to tell stories with enormous scope and sweep and tango sword fights and chandelier riding pirates, and you can't make that on a budget of zero. So I turned to Stan Freeberg for inspiration, and I'm not ashamed to admit I stole a bunch of his jokes. Stan Freeberg released a number of comedy albums with Capitol Records, and the cream of these recordings is this musical review from 1961. It's called, oh so modestly, Stan Freeberg Presents The United States of America Volume 1, The Early Years. It's a satirical musical retelling of many of the founding myths of the U.S., and it pops a lot of bubbles with elegance and prescient progressivism. There's some real cynical bite to these pieces, and they're catchy. So before I talk you all to death, let's hear the first track of Stan Freeberg Presents The United States of America, Columbus Discovers America. 1492,
3: Madrid The Queen of Spain grants an audience to an obscure Italian sailor There in her chambers, plans are made destined to change the course of history
1: All right, we'll go over it once again First you hock the jewels, you give me the money and I buy the ships Then I discover the new world, you dump
2: the king and I'll send for you You say you'll send for me, darling, but will
1: you? Oh, look, we've been all through this before.
2: I know, but really, you're such a dreamer. You'll go out there and you'll sail right off the edge of the world. I will not. Wait. You're such a charming boy, darling. Why don't you forget all this? I'll set you up with a nice little fiat agency over in West Barcelona.
1: I don't want a fiat agency. Well,
2: then why don't you go to art school like your friend Da Vinci? I'll put you through.
1: Look, if Lenny wants to starve to death, that's up to Lenny. Me? I want to discover the new world. Carry out my dream. His Majesty,
2: King Ferdinand.
1: (gasps) The king? Oh, sure. He'll be at the Inquisition all afternoon, huh? (laughs) The
2: time just slipped away. Quickly, take the jewels and go over the balcony. Too late. Uh, Good afternoon, dear. How was the Inquisition? Amusing?
3: Ah, Dollsville, Same old... Hey, who's that?
2: Oh, uh, you you remember Christopher Columbus?
3: Oh, you mean old round, round world? (laughs) (laughs) You and your bohemian friends... He's not bohemian. He's Italian. Italian, bohemian, look at him in that hat. Is that a crazy sailor?
2: Crazy? I'll tell you how crazy... He's a man with a dream, a vision, a vision of a new world, whose alabaster cities gleam undimmed by human tears, with purple mountain majesties above the two-cents plain. Fruited. Fruited. He holds these dreams to be self-evident, this round, round world, with Indians and justice for all. Let us then go forward together toward Miami Beach, that the dream of this crazy Italian boy, indivisible, should not perish from the map. Bravo! Bravo! Bravo.
1: Hey. was that moving? Was that a
3: great bit? Listen, huh? I always said this girl had a lot... Wait a minute! I ask a simple question, I get a pageant. Why should Spain sponsor you? Why don't you go to Portugal?
1: I did. They bought the prices right. Oh. Then I have your permission to sail. Have you had your shots? I have. Permission granted. Grazie. Arrivederci. Hasta
3: la vista. Adios. Adios, Adios, muchachos, compañeros. compañeros compañeros And when you get out of
2: here.
3: (laughs) Strange, he left by the balcony.
2: False of habit, I guess.
3: Yeah. Uh, How's that again? Nothing. Mm, Isabella. When are you gonna quit fooling around with these nuts?
1: Admiral Columbus, sir. The men are weary on the point of madness. Well, that's the trouble with labor today. Don't they realize we're going to discover the new world? You've been saying that for the last 57 days. Well, nobody forced you to come along, Your Majesty. (laughs) My
3: doctor told me I should go to Florida for the winter. Mm -hmm. I still can't see what you needed three ships for.
1: I got a better deal on the fleet rate.
3: I'll accept that, but we better sight land pretty soon. There's rumblings of mutiny. Really? Yeah, come over here and listen. All right. Rumble,
1: rumble, rumble. Mutiny, mutiny, mutiny. Yeah, I see what you mean. I'll jump up here in the rigging and speak to him.
3: You mean on top of everything else, this ship is rigged?
1: Now hear this. This is the Admiral speaking. I know the going has been rough, but if we can just hold out a little while... Rumble, hu- rumble. Stop that rumbling down there. Rumble.
3: Who could blame him? The whole thing is madness. I don't like the way the crew is acting.
1: Well, you're overplaying a little bit yourself there.
3: I tell you, the world is flat. And that's that.
1: It's round as your hat. It's flat as your head. It's round. It's flat. It's a round, round world. It's a round, round world. I contend it's round and it's going to be found when all the results are in. It's a round world now and it's always been. Flat, flat
3: world. It's a flat, flat world. I insist it's flat as a welcoming map and he's sailing off the end. How about our crazy, odd, brilliant
1: friend? Get hip, would I climb aboard this ship? If I didn't have odds, the earth was highly spherical.
3: It's a miracle if it square, is. Square,
1: square king, you're a square, square king. If you don't believe, you're gonna receive the shock of your royal life when the ship pulls in at Miami. Yo, ho, ho, When a dram of me. We are loyal, such as the king and queen. But what kind of nut would you have to be to borrow a ship and put out to sea when you don't? Know what's on the
3: other side oh, wow, Got a hard girl, tack bun Brother who around, said Getting around, there was girls, half the fun Give up my throne For one may be, be No wonder the I'm turning Three shades of green In How could world, I go Outside to lonely Crazy kind
1: of scheme Get a cockerel Maybe dream Would you do of Sights this we gonna scream If I didn't have odds The earth was highly
3: spherical It's a miracle if it goes Yo,
1: To the wind and rain There's a type Who's coming up with first John
3: Wayne I feel like a red With having a wake much of the ocean what do you think when I can take, take? Command in the name of Claim that land in the name of Isabella
1: and Ferdinand
3: That's Ferdinand and Isabella New no rulers of this round Round It's a crazy kind of scheme It's a cocktail, baby dream But it's a round-round world round. Well, for all our sakes, I hope
1: What was that? French horns. No, no. I mean before that. Oh. It was a lookout. He sighted land. Hooray! Quickly, hand me the glass. All right. Now, now, the other one. Oh. Oh. To the new world. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs>
3: Go ahead. Give the kid top billing.
1: Well, it was just a thought. No,
3: no, you
0: know. go ahead. All right, all right.
1: <clears throat> I claim this land in the name of Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand of Spain. Ho! Well, first I stick the flag in the sand, and then I... Watch yourself, Admiral. Natives. They may be hostile. Well, we're all a little hostile now and then. Some of us are able to sublimate. Others can't adjust. You know how it is. I know, but you better try and talk to them. All right, all right. <clears throat> Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> uh, we white men, other side of ocean. Uh, my name, Christopher Columbus. Oh, you over here on a Fulbright? Huh? Uh, uh, no, no. I'm over here an Isabella, as a matter of fact. Which reminds me, I want to take a few of you guys back with me in the boat to prove I discovered you. What do you mean, discover us? We discover you. You discovered us? Certainly. We discover you on beach here is all how you look at it. Yeah, I never thought of that. Well, at any rate, my men and I were wondering if you could spare a little food. What kind of num-nums you want? Well, what is that strange-looking plant you're holding there with little yellow kernels? You mean this? Yes. What is that? French horns. No, no, no. What you're holding in your hand. Oh, corn. That's what I thought it was. What else you got to eat around here? Oh, berries, herbs, natural fruits, and organically grown vegetables. Just as I suspected. What kind of a diet is that? That's why I've come here. To fulfill my dream. You have a dream? Yes, I do. Would you like to talk about it? I certainly would. My dream is to open the first Italian restaurant in your country, give you some real food. Starches, spaghetti, cholesterol, all the better things. That's called progress, you see? Hmm. Now, right here would be a good location for the restaurant, ocean view and all that. Is there a room for a parking lot? You kidding? Whole country is parking lot. I suppose. Well, I'd like to put a little deposit down on the property here. Okay. I only have a few doubloons on me, so if you'll direct me to the nearest bank, I'll get a check cash. You out of luck today. Bank's closed. Oh? Why? Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. We going out on that joke? No, we do reprise of song that help. But not Not much. Not much, No. Yo put and a buckskin sleeve Now the white man's here, Rome, I guess it's time world. to leave I go to war like and fight like a shirt Perhaps we can pick up some card kind card. of work in an Indian Extravaganza, Wyatt, uh, Earp, or Bonanza Please don't call us, we'll call you Step aside,
3: pal, meet the new
1: big Jesus, of this round, round world
0: That was Columbus Discovers America, and we'll be hearing more from that album later in the show, but I wanted to talk about the ads that Freeberg made. He was one of the most inventive radio ad men in history, and really brought to the forefront the idea that an ad could be funny. Here's one of my favorites.
1: The Pittsburgh Paints, a product of PPG Industries, Theatre of the Air, presents Moby Dick. Keep a sharp eye, lads, for somewhere lurks the great white whale we chase. Aye, aye, sir. And I shall not rest until the sweet taste of vengeance is mine. There she blows! It's Moby Dick. Aye, it's the great white whale, all right. Ah, uh, wait a minute, sir. Breach alas to the sun, Moby Dick. Thine hour and thy haphoon are at hand. Uh, Captain Ahab, sir, can you hold it a minute? What? How do you know that's really Moby Dick? Can you not see the white monster spouting to stab it? Really? What you call that, white? Blow the boats! Hold it! Hold the boats! Ah, that's where a lot of people make their mistakes, see? You realize how many shades of white there are? Stand aside, I say! Look at these paint chips from Pittsburgh paints. 720 colors. See all these different whites? What? Hold them up to the whale. Hold them up to the whale. See, there's Snowberry... Uh, Dover white, colonial white You show me paint chips at this moment of destiny Well, after 40 years, you want to be sure you have the right whale The right? Look, he's not even oyster We've lost him, Captain Ahab The white whale is gone Gee, that's a pity He wasn't really white, though He was more of a mushroom, see her? He was white! No, your face is white Except for those little veins standing up But he was... Aye, let's see how you like the color of the brig I hate it can can really stand a little Pittsburgh paint. I'll see you in irons! You see it in iron? I see it more of an aquamarine.
0: The next time you hear a funny radio advertisement and it has a story-based gag or some kind of literary reference, you probably have Stan Freeberg to thank for influencing that ad's copywriter. Freeberg hated the hard sell, he said. And figuring that you can catch more flies with honey than, I don't know, just yelling at flies, he started poking fun at the advertising industry within his commercials.
1: Recognize this color? Sure you do. That's the sound of Pittsburgh Paints Mandarin Orange.
2: Are you people mad? What? Painting the microphone. No,
1: PPJ has given color TV a fair chance to show Pittsburgh's 720 precise colors. But while it may be okay to have green newscasters or, say, a fuchsia-colored Johnny Carson.
2: On my set, he's more of a salmon. Ed McMahon is fuchsia.
1: Whatever. Pittsburgh just has too many subtle variations for color TV. That's why we're painting on radio.
2: Watch your sleeve.
1: Drop by a Pittsburgh paint dealer and see a veritable rainbow of colors. Kill the rainbow.
2: A rainbow on radio? Pittsburgh
0: Was that a colorful rainbow?
2: Fantastic, except for those people
0: with black and white radios. Freeberg won 21 Clio Awards for the ads he made during his career. In 1996, Rhino released a four-disc compilation of some of the best of these ads, as well as an abridged version of Stan Freeberg Presents the United States of America. This collection is called Tip of the Freeberg, and it's great, though I heartily recommend you also purchase the entire United States of America show on its own, because it's fantastic. Let's play one last piece from that album before we sign off. Here's a little story from colonial-era America and its uneasy hypocrisy over how to treat the Native population.
3: November 1621. By now, the white man has arrived in great numbers, not only at Miami, but at Jamestown, at Plymouth, and at Salem, Massachusetts. The Puritans have established a thriving colony, enjoying all the social and cultural refinements of a modern society.
1: Hiya, Harv. Who are you taking to the witch burning Saturday night?
3: Uh, Prudence Adams. Who are you taking
1: to the Rotary Club luncheon? I haven't got a date yet, but I hear it's going to be quite a spread. Well, Mayor Pennypacker, how's it look for re-election? Great, great, great. Never look better. Yeah, what about the Indian vote? What do you mean by that? Well, you're not too popular with the Indians. They could lose you the election. That's possible? Well, they outnumber us. Well, that's the trouble. You give them an inch and they take over. But, Mayor, they were here before we were. We moved in on them. So we did. Well, there's just something about them. They wear funny shoes. They don't even have buckles on them. Be that as it may, election is Friday. You better make some gesture this week. Like what? Well, how about if you make a concession and pick an Indian as a running mate? You'd be sure to carry the Indian block. What? Anything happen to me? You'd have a mayor that wasn't a Puritan. He'd probably take orders directly from Chief Powhatan. Yeah. Say, I got it. The big luncheon tomorrow. The one under the trees? What about it? We'll ask an Indian. That'll impress the rest of them. We could even announce you're going to put one in your cabinet. No need to go that far. Just have one to lunch. It'll be great press. Mayor Pennypacker comes out for equality. Justice. Votes. What a slogan. Take an Indian to lunch this week. Show him we're a regular bunch this week. Show him we're as liberal as can be. Let him know he's almost as good as we. Make a feathered friend feel fed this week. Overlook the fact he's red this week. Let him share our Quaker oats. Cause he's useful when he votes Take an Indian to lunch Two, four, six, eight, who do we tolerate? Indians, Indians, rah,
3: rah, rah Take an Indian to lunch this week
1: Let him sit right down and munch this week Let's give in and all do the brotherhood bit Just make sure we don't make a habit of it Take An Indian to dine this week Show him we don't draw the line this week We know everyone can't be As American as we After all, we came over on the Mayflower Take an Indian Not a wooden Indian But a real-life Indian
0: Lunch. That was Take an Indian to Lunch from Stan Freeberg Presents The United States of America, Volume 1, The Early Years, which is available for purchase on iTunes. I hope you like it, and I hope this little sampling has whetted your appetite for more of Stan Freeberg's work. Thank you, Mr. Freeberg. May your weird, arch sensibility inspire people to be clever and silly and make great audio for generations to come. And I'm sorry for all the times I use that French horns gag. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. If you want more Radio Drama Revival, you can visit the website, radiodramarevival.com, where over 300 hours of original audio drama programming are waiting for you. RDR also has a handy-dandy mobile application, which you can find by searching for Radio Drama Revival on the App Store or the Google Play Market. And you can get all the latest audio drama news by following us on Twitter, we're at Radio Drama, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash radiodramarevival. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher or on SoundCloud, but wherever you find us, if you could leave us a star rating, that would be awesome. Thank you. Radio Drama Revival was produced this week by yours truly, guest host David Reinstrom. In for your usual host, Fred Greenhalgh. Our submissions editors are Matt and Monique Boudreau of Oral Stage Studios. Copyright of individual shows remains that of their original producers, but please share this show. Radio Drama Revival is a production of Radio Drama Revival, LLC, and is podcasted from radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Until next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in